Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning into The Professor and the Drunk. This week, I will be your professor. And I will be your drunk. So how have you been this lately, drunk? I've been fine, real yeah. good. You know, I've been watching um, The Midnight Gospels. Oh, how's that treating you? I like it. It was it's very real. It says some stuff that, like, you know, you really gives you a good thought process. Right. right. What about you? How have you been? Uh, I've been pretty good, you know. I actually had some time away from work. been working on personal projects, getting some things in line that needed to be in line, putting some people in their place that need to be put in their place. <laughs> <laughs> you been beating up people? Yeah, it's a little like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you have anything you want to talk about before I get into my weird shit? Uh, yeah, speaking of beating up people, Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul have a fight. Oh, my God. June 6th. That, ooh, that's not too far away, Yeah, actually. it's not. At Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. You want to go? Yes, I want to go. Who doesn't want to go? <laughs> what? I've been watching all these fights that he's been hy- hyping up with all these people. Um, like, you know, um, influencers and people who are, like, completely, like, retired and all that other stuff, knocking him out. He's the, of course, he would be the dumbass to try to fight Floyd Mayweather. I just want Mayweather to just like kick his shit in. Oh, he's going, he's going, he's going to beat the shit out of him. And I, I really want to be there to watch. Let me see. It says PV fight will be available purchase at fifty dollars a seat. That's not too bad. Yeah, it's going to be a quick fight. It's only fifty dollars a seat. <laughs> That's how you know they know it's going to be a quick fight. They're like, eh, nobody's uh, going to yeah. pay a lot to watch this. Nobody's going to pay shit to watch that. Now, no, I actually, I think this is going to be the biggest thing on TikTok when it comes out too. Probably. Oh, people are gonna love that. See him get the shit kicked out of him. They're gonna eat it up. Man, because Logan Paul is a douchebag. One hundred percent. No one's disagreeing with that. I don't think he is a complete douchebag. I don't think even Logan Paul himself is disagreeing with it. Come on, um, the dude that he does um the podcast podcast was was like he's such a um, called I think he called him a cocksucker or something. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's always sucking somebody. Say God, he sucks somebody dick. Like you'll be like. He'd be talking shit about somebody, and they'll be like, "Yeah, totally, yeah." He'd be agreeing with the person. He'd be agreeing with the person who's talking shit about that person, and then he'll be in front of the person that they just got finished talking shit about, and be like, "Dude, I love you so much. You're fucking awesome. Like you're such a fucking clout chasing." To call him a cocksucker, like this dude just be like that's how he got big, was just sucking everybody's cock and calling it a day. Yeah, exactly. This is why he's a douchebag. You know what else we call that? A yuppie. A yuppie. Ooh. Yeah, you're like a yes man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what he is. <laughs> then he want to punch everybody in their face. Right. Uh, you know who I would really pay to see, though? Even though it'd be like the shortest fight we've ever seen. Oh. Mike Tyson on Logan Paul. That's not even a fight. That's just like a that's a quick bang all right, I'm done. I'm gonna walk right out. <laughs> like just oh I would but I don't think anybody's that dumb. Uh wanna bet? You know, there's still some people who still challenge Mike to this day. Why, though? Like, why? People are like, oh, you know, he's an old man. He's out of his prime. He still clocks him. That's what I'm saying. He's still, I've seen him do his little shuffling. He's still hitting so fast to this day. I'd be like, missing. they talk about 20 punch he, punches he just did in like, in like 10 seconds. I'm like, I only counted 10. Where did that other 10 come from? He's so fast. Like, that's... And then he got a little, I think he got a little anger issues too. So Just a little bit. Logan Paul hit him in the wrong place. It's a rap for him. If I was Logan Paul, I'd just cower in the corner. Right. Just With like, how much shit Logan Paul likes to talk, he'd say one wrong thing before the fight and that'd just be it. Oh my gosh. 
I can just see it now with Logan Paul. I can see him mocking Mike Tyson the way he speaks, and that's going to be it for him. I predict that that if he ever says, I want to fight Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson's like, yeah, let's fight. And he hops on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, whatever, and starts mocking him the way he speaks. That's how you know it's about, he's about to die. <laughs> That's exactly exactly what he has to do to tick Mike Tyson off. It's, it's, it's oh, I hear it. I hear it. And then Mike Tyson's like, oh, nah, he got to go now. You just don't mock a man like that in the way he speaks. Like, yeah, it can be a little funny sometimes, but just do not mock him in the way he speaks. I feel like that's going to be, he, he would be the douchebag to do it because he doesn't know when to stop. Right. He just, it's like, here's a stopping point. And then Logan Paul's like 10 steps above stopping point. <laughs> then he decides, hey, maybe I should stop. Let right. me post a few inappropriate videos and then I'm going to stop. Yeah, exactly. Japan. Japan. Oh, yeah, Japan. Dumbass. I'm not even going to bring it up. Just like, God, what, what I really, to this day, anytime someone mentions it to me, I'm like, I just want to under want to know what his thought process was. And a lot of my friends who know me just like to say there wasn't one. There wasn't. There just wasn't. And if he did have one, it was, how can I get more views? Yeah, exactly. Views, views, views. Like, oh, this is going to be so many views, guys. <laughs> and it did. No, I'll give him that. It did get him a lot of views. And I guess, you know, as they say, any publicity is good publicity. Dumbass. <laughs> it's all oh, it says in general boxing in general boxing tickets can start as low as twenty dollars as much as five thousand dollars depending on the match card and the hype for the main event. Right. Which is going to get a lot of fucking hype. Yeah. It says the major title fight tickets prices range from fifteen hundred to seventy five hundred depending on seat selection. Oh God. Yeah, and that's just for the compared and picking of your seats for the Floyd Mayweather Jr. versus Logan Paul. Can't wait. It's going to be all over the internet. You know, I don't even want to go no more after they said that price. I think I was just watching on TV. <laughs> Pay-per-view it. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I might record it, come back later. Right. Or just watch it on TikTok for definite free. <laughs> watch the clip. So, <clears throat> uh, moving away from that, there is one thing I wanted to talk to you about. Because I raised this idea to you and you looked at me like I was crazy. Mm. What are your thoughts or opinions on why sea shanties and sea songs became so big in 2020 and 2021? I still don't know what sea shanty or sea songs are. <laughs> you showed me the video and then all I seen was a bunch of people singing together. So now I'm thinking it's like a flash mob for singing. No. That's exactly what it looked like with a little Irish touch to it. A little Irish touch to it. Oh my God. Okay. Do you want me to explain what a sea shanty is before we go any further? Sure. So <laughs> sea shanties date back to, you know, back when we as a people were on the seas a lot, when we had big wooden boats that required sailors to take care of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So a sea shanty was a genre of traditional folk song that once was commonly sung as a work song. Now, do you know what a work song is? Uh, is it like, like... Is it like what slaves sing when they're working? That's very close, actually. Okay, That's basically bet. it. So a work song is like if you're doing a work if you're doing work that might require a rhythm. Like for example, as you were saying, like slaves done stuff that would tend to require them to be on a beat, on a rhythm, doing things in turns, so everyone could get it done properly and quickly, right? Mm -hmm. So they would sing songs to keep everyone in step. Mm -hmm. That's what sea shanties were. 
you would sing sea shanties with each other to keep everyone in step to make sure you, everything was going smoothly. Mm-hmm. So they're mostly on British European ships, but like merchant sailing vessels, you know, like making sure you're doing the the um, sails right, making sure you're bilging right, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, back then. I would argue, well, yes, it was also used for that, but sea, sh- sea songs are entirely different from shanties. So shanties, as we said, are a work song. You use them to keep yourself in beat, keep yourself at the rhythm, do what you got to do, you know? Mm-hmm. A sea song is like the work is done for the day, the weather is clear, or you're all down, going ready for sleep, and you just want to have a little bit of entertainment. So you all start a song together. So song is, the sea song is just, you know, for like fun. Whereas it's the shanties, make sure you're working on beat. Okay? Okay. We, we got that so far? We got that clear? Yeah. I take that as a no. Because all I hear is seesaw, seesaw, seesaw. It's like, I'm getting, like, I'm like, what is going on? But yeah, I think I got one. So seashores, I mean, sea songs are working songs sea shanties are working songs she's shit she's shanties are working songs and sea songs are entertainment songs entertainment yes okay got it so why do we think those two things became so popular in (coughs) 2020 and 2021 because we saw those big trends on YouTube, on TikTok, on Twitter, where people would post videos of them singing a sea shanty. Someone else would pick it up, record their own ver- their own lines of it, re-upload it, and people just keep going back and forth with each other. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why do we think that became so big? Because people like to make music. <laughs> That's what I would, that is one part of it that I would think, yes. But there's another one that I've seen talked about a lot recently on Twitter that I think is very interesting. You might actually agree with it. It's because, like, you know, back when we still use sea shanties and sea songs, we, it's, you know, we were alone together on this boat in the middle of the ocean for weeks upon months upon years. <laughs> Just alone. So they started singing. What were we doing in 2020 and 2021? Oh, we were alone. Oh, my gosh. We it's were like a repeat down. of history. <laughs> we were locked down. So someone was like, you know what? I'm just going to sing a sea shanty online. And some other people picked it up and some other people picked it up. And that's just where I kept going from there. It was this level of camaraderie that we haven't really had as a people, I would argue, for quite some time. And that's just like what it was. It was like a new age version of sea shanties. But instead of using them at work, we use them to be like, hey, we're all in this together. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's weird. And, I mean, yeah. But... It, it's definitely like a subset of culture on the internet that not everyone would be into or really understand. It's that deep meaning that when people say music brings us together. <laughs> that's what exactly what it is. Music will always bring us together. Yeah. So let's do a she shanty right now. No. Yeah. Neither of you and I can say. Um, you don't know any. Row, row, row. That's not a both- she shanty. <laughs> but, uh. What, what is a she shanty? You said it's a rhythm of when we're working. We're working right now, and there's a rhythm to it. There's not. Well, this is just us shooting a shit. Okay. <laughs> I thought there was. Okay, but for, let me, I'll try and get you one, but let me continue real quick. 
Uh, one of the excerpts was, you know Herman Melville? No, who's Herman? Herman. <laughs> Herman Melville. Herman. An American author. <laughs> you might know him from such works as Moby Dick. <laughs> Herman and Moby Dick. I'm sorry, I'm so ah. immature. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Herman and Moby Dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep, I'm sorry. I'm so mature. <laughs> keep going. Melville, because um, you know, for Moby Dick and for some of his other novels, he actually went on ships to get experience to know what he was writing about. You're right. So one of, one of the excerpts from his books that he's like a lot of people refer to is he was like, um, he himself said, I soon got used to this singing for the sailors never touched a rope without it. Even some sea captains before shipping a man to sea always ask him whether he can sing out a rope or not. Okay. So that's all it was like. But like he would say, like for back in the day when he was still, you know, like when we had wooden ships and he was still operating on those, he would say that there are some captains who literally would not take you on their crew unless they you could prove to them you could sing out a shanty and a rope. <sighs> <laughs> of course, imagine being the one dude who just really needed the job, really needed to go somewhere. Can you sing? Uh, I can rap. Make a cool. That would suck. <laughs> that would suck. Okay. Uh, one of the one one of the sea shanties I told you earlier when I was trying to get you to understand what they were was Rolly Old Chariot. Okay. You know the one back from that pirate festival I showed you the video of of David Coffin singing it. Yeah. So, fun fact: Rolly Old Chariot was actually an African American singing shanty. Okay. <laughs> So the the song that you showed me, yes, was made or sung by both. Oh, made and sung by African Americans who were like, uh, if we want to be honest with history, who are more or less or not told they had to ship out on sales, but <laughs> <laughs> okay, we, we could sugarcoat it and say who just shipped out on sales. But if we want to be honest, they were told they had to ship out. On yeah, sales. I was like, okay, <laughs> what did she? <laughs> I still think that sh- I, every time someone brings this, that up to me, that topic up to me, be like, yeah, so, you know, they were out on a boat, da, 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 and I start laughing because I'm like, it's really fucked up. They just kind of bunched them all together, put them on a boat. Yeah, that's like, the slave shows. These are like actual, go like, out. These are like actual African Americans, or we should say slaves at the time, who were like put on boats until they need to work as sailors. Ooh, fucked up joke, real quick. Okay. <laughs> And for close your eyes, imagine you're a slave, right? Yeah. Okay. It's okay. I can I can say this, guys. I'm black. Oh my so, god. I'm black. I can say this, right? Uh huh. <laughs> close your eyes. Imagine you're a slave, right? And you, they put you on the boat, right? And like you sit there. You know how they were all bunched up together. Yes. You look over. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just like you look at the same person every day, and then one day the same person gone. You like, where'd he go? <laughs> they talk about, and you ask it, and somebody was like, Yeah, homie got thrown over the boat. <laughs> like, what do you mean he got thrown over the boat? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he gone, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and that was that was fucked up. Okay, you go. So <clears throat> Once again, neither of us have any rhythm, so we can't do a sea I have a little bit of rhythm. But uh, 
the um, roll the old coffin, roll the old chariot. The, um, the idea is the chair, the the sea shanty was them talking about like when they get back to land, things they'll do. Okay. Right. What would they do? So like what, what the beginning lyrics that people often use is a drop of Nelson's blood wouldn't do us any harm. What's that mean? You don't know what Nelson's blood Who's is? Who's Nelson? <laughs> it's Nelson. You know, I thought you of all people to actually know what Nelson's blood is. Why would I know what Nelson's blood is? Who's Nelson? Oh, no. Um, a drop of Nelson's blood is... Do you know the, the Battle of Trafalgar? Probably saying that wrong, but... Trafalgar? Yeah. Who's Trafalgar? <laughs> Josh, what the fuck? Okay, so the Battle of Trafalgar was a, I think it was part of the Thousand Year War. I could be wrong. Fought in 1805, was a naval engagement between the British Royal Navy and combined fleets of the French and Spanish navies during the World, during the War of the Third Coalition and the Napoleonic Wars. Okay. Okay? Got that? Mm-hmm. Nelson's blood is, not, I believe he was a king at the time, or he might have been a great general. Ah, uh, oh, here it is. He was an admiral of the HMS Victory, okay. which is the Her Majesty's ship, the Victory. Right. He was Admiral Horatio Nelson. He was killed in the Battle of Trafalgar by a French sna- a sniper. That's a terrible name. While t- while topside on his ship, Admiral Horatio Horatio Nelson. That's a terrible name. Okay. Killed by a French sniper on the but but as he was the English army, they did go on to win that battle. And you know, as, as was customary, they had to return the body to land so it could be buried and honored and you know whatnot. But they're at sea. Okay. So there's no real way to preserve the body. Throw it overboard? They need to return it to land. Oh, the body? Yes. Oh, jeez. They're at sea, so there's no real way to preserve the body. So how, how would you suggest they preserve it? Salt. That is one way. What if they didn't have any salt? Because, you know, salt was a ration at the time. Right. It, was, it wasn't salt expensive at the time. Yeah, they were rationing it out. So salt was a ration at the time. They couldn't necessarily do that. Um, water. No. Salt close water. Though. Yeah. No. You're close with water, though. It is a liquid that they preserved it in. Pee. Rum. I swear I get pee from. They just, <laughs> they just shoved him in a barrel of rum. It sounds so dumb. Pee. <laughs> it's just like all right, boys, gather around, piss in the barrel. It's just that, like, pee. Okay, so pee does have a lot of benefits, and like situations where you are like at your last resort. Right. So you can drink your pee up yes. until it's what dark yellow. I think. I believe so. So I thought maybe P could preserve something. I don't know. But obviously I'm wrong. It's rum. So anyways. So rum. Rum, yes. And what happened was, you know, obviously to, uh, 
you could say to make sure that his body wasn't desecrated. It was kind of this unspoken idea, like, hey, let's not drink from that barrel. Why would they want to drink from the barrel in the first place? So when they got back to land and the barrel was open to retrieve the body to, you know, uh, embalm it, put it, like, honor it and bury it, it was found the barrel was empty. It had been drained of all the rum, and they found a hole in the bottom. And they supposed a sailor or some sailors drilled a hole in the bottom and drank the rum. That's disgusting. The body was entirely pickled by the time they had actually gotten back, by the way. He was pickled in the rum. That's good, right? That's yeah. a good thing. It's a pickled body. Pickled body. <laughs> I mean. But uh, so that's where the term Nelson's blood came from. So when they're sa- they singing and they say a drop of Nelson's blood wouldn't do us any harm, they're saying just some rum wouldn't do us any harm. No, that's disgusting. That's really nasty. Because <laughs> well, like, at that time, it became like, because you know, we call like, um, like, I know it's a brand, but before it became a brand, like whiskey was like Southern Comfort. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people are still referred to as like other whiskeys. It's like, oh, you know, just a shot of Southern Comfort. Mm-hmm. So that's what they meant. Just a little, a drop of Nelson's blood wouldn't do us any harm. Saying just a bit of rum wouldn't do us any harm. You know, one thing I hate when talking about, like, back then in time areas like that, is, Mm -hmm. like, you think about how nasty things were back then. Yes. And if we have the nerves to treat, like, today that bad, but if you think about it, like, back then, they were doing some nasty stuff. Yeah. And I'd be also thinking about how gay people were back then. Mm-hmm. People had to be gay as shit back then. Are you telling me you want a boat full of men for God knows how long? Because you ever traveled on sea, especially if you're traveling like to a different country or something, yep. you're on sea for like what, how long? Like months, years. close to years. Yep. And the way humans are, there is there's a nice amount of times where you just want sex. You can't tell me that your hand is is enough. Your hand soon becomes somebody else's hand, which soon becomes somebody else's mouth, which soon becomes somebody's little hole. So, yeah, you can't sit here and tell me that they weren't gay as shit on that boat. I mean, homosexuality was generally accepted back then, though. So why is it? What? That's fucking crazy. I did not know that. I just assumed that everybody was just gay. Everybody had to be gay back then. every Because it just only makes sense. Because there was a lot of things where it was like, the separation when, with men and women. Women were always like, hey, just kind of go home and do, you know, you. Men, everybody go out there. I keep thinking about it. I be sitting there like, you can't t- sit here and tell me that there'll be a group of men stuck somewhere for months, weeks, and years, and y'all ain't do nothing to each other. Even they do stuff to each other in prison. So I take it you've never heard about Greece? What the hell happened in Greece? Because, you know, Greece wasn't necessarily a Christian nation or a Christian anything for a very long time. They were actually around before Christianity was a thing. So what Christianity, a being one, stuff? Christianity being one of the first religions to really say no to homosexuality. Homosexuality among soldiers in Greece was <coughs> extremely common. It had to be. It was also extremely common for them when they were to, like, raid a village and kill people to just pick out some boys... Oh my god. Yeah. It's um not not it's kind of common knowledge. Alexander the Great, you know, Alexander the Great, like 
no. the Alexander the Great yeah. <laughs> had quite a few young male concubines. Oh my God. Is that why in the original text of like Christianity, it said like, instead of saying homosexuality was a no, it said pedophilia was a no. And then they and then they seen that in the early 1900s. Are we in the 20th century? We're the 21st. We're the 21st. In the 20th century, my bad. In the 20th century, they seen that it got switched to homosexuality rather than it being pedophilia. I mean, it depends. That's it depends, why. Yes, that is that. I would argue with that. Yes, but there's also a large. It depends on what translation of the Bible you go for, because you have to realize, like, there, uh, as <laughs> yeah. As someone has explained it to me very succinctly, you have to realize with the Bible that there was like a 20 to 30 years of it being nothing but like vocal tales, like people telling the stories back and forth. Mm -hmm. And then somebody decided to write it down. Mm -hmm. And then it got big because they wanted to say, fuck Catholicism, fuck the Pope, etc. So then they were like, but I don't agree with this part of the religion. So they rewrote and they took, they had their scribes rewrite an entirely new Bible, but without that single part. See, that's my that's my beef with this whole situation. Yeah, no, that but that like, have you ever noticed how like different like when you go to a hotel, <coughs> or, like, if you go to a different church, there's like King James Bible or King James yeah. the Second Bible or King George's Bible. That's all it is. Yeah. Is that they take a different version of the Bible and say this is ours because the king at the time decided I don't like that part or I do like that part, put it back in, and she, that's all it is. Just different parts taken and removed and added. See, that's my beef with with um, Christianity. Sometimes is that we're just so all over the place, and then like my mom would always tell me it's about what the bible says at the end of the day but then i always respond and say which version <laughs> if you go on like your phone and download the bible app and you go to versions there's like forty thousand versions and they all are saying like some of them yeah are saying the same thing as king james just a little broken down but then if you really pay attention to all of them oh my gosh they're all saying something different yes and with your um saying it used to be pedophilia and then it was changed to homophobia or homophobic, homosexuality, fuck, I can't talk. But you know what I mean. It's that she, sham, she, shit, I'm telling you, it's that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what that was, and I've, I've had this argument before with people, and this is the one I generally stand by, is even if you go to like most modern Bibles nowadays and go to that specific one, it's the tale of Sodom that mm -hmm. people bring that from. And say, oh, well, you know, the Bible says like a man shouldn't lay with another man. That's not what it says. If you go and read it, it says a man should not lay with another man as he would a woman. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people oh, say, would say, oh, well, that means he shouldn't be laying with another man at all. No, 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 no. You have to take into context what time period the Bible was written. Mm -hmm. Women weren't people. They were property. Mm -hmm. If you're laying with a woman, you're not saying, oh, we're partners. You're saying you are mine. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's saying. It's like you can lay with another man. You just shouldn't treat him as if he's your property. Exactly. <laughs> there we go. Finally, let me clap to that one. Thank you. Because I be sitting here like, y'all got to be kidding me. Like, come on. I be... I knew that's not what it's... And it's not even because I'm gay, da, da. I just... There's so many more flaws to it than that but that's been the main flaw since now that is always in the public eye is that right there yes since homosexuality and transgender and all this other stuff is now becoming for some reason everybody it's finally hitting everybody in the head that it's a real thing <laughs> that's what i'm looking like i'd be like i'll be on social media like this is now becoming did, did this just happen right. like it's not like it's been going on since i don't know before america was even alive or anything right 
And uh, since you brought it up with the transgender thing, I I have quite a few transgender friends because mm-hmm. as I've talked to about in previous episodes, at one point in time I was considering being I was considering that I might have been genderqueer. Mm-hmm. I am now I as I, and I said back then I'm not necessarily cis, but for the sake of the argument we'll say I'm cis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I had one a trans friend who was very, 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 very religious. And for a very long time, that caused them issues being like, my identity is at wrong with the Bible. Jesus Christ. What's the point of doing it then? Yeah, exactly. But, and then uh, as they'd done soul searching and they like went to a more accepting church and talked to people, they came to a different conclusion that I still refer back to nowadays in that they said, and I've, you and I have talked about this before and you and I have talked about this with other friends as well. And it's part of this shaped my idea of Christianity, of God, in that God isn't perfect, in my opinion. No, you're not. No, if we are created in in his image and we are flawed, then inherently, therefore, he must be just as flawed, if not more flawed, than us. Mm-hmm. So one like, and they, they, that's my idea of it. They're like He just possibly couldn't get everything right. So we do have people who may have potentially be a soul in the wrong body. But for them, that was their original idea, and then it transformed, and I actually do agree with this, as well, and, and I've told a lot of trans friends who are like struggle with religion about this. But the idea they had was if God is omnipotent and he does everything for a reason, even if it's not necessarily right, but he does do it for a reason, then why not could we not argue that he put me in the wrong body so that I, as his creation, may also experience what he has done? Why can I not experience changing myself and therefore experience divine alchemy myself? Mm. I didn't understand. Say it again. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> divine alchemy, as they would put it, is like the ability or the act of creation. Right. Like taking something and making it greater than the sum of its parts. Mm-hmm. Like yeast, flour, water, salt, turns into bread. Right. That would be an act of creation, to, mm-hmm. according to them. Or taking a tree, shoring it down, and turning it into a bench. That's an act of creation. Right. They said, then, if God is not perfect, but he is omnipotent and he does something for a reason, then why could I not argue that he made me into the wrong body so that I may experience on a much deeper personal level that divine act of alchemy, that divine act of creation by recreating myself in the way that I need to be? Never thought about it like that. Yeah. That's interesting. It's a, it's a very interesting thought. It is interesting. Now, if you think about it, maybe he's doing that with everybody. Just some people are more extreme than the others. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I could, I Yeah, if you think about it like that, yeah, he's probably doing that. They're saying that, yeah, if you do believe in God, he's doing that with everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go through all your life experiences and all that other stuff. You're right, literally exactly. changing yourself every single experience. Mm-hmm. You're literally creating your... You go from, I don't know, only wearing plaid to now you're walking around in high heels and a skirt you go <laughs> trying to call someone out there I know to say. <laughs> but, but like yeah regardless but you know i don't get one and this steers me away from it all the time and i'm not saying it steers me away from christianity completely but it, it steers me away from religion completely but one thing i just don't get is that why can't 
what is wrong with just minding your damn business? <laughs> I've been thinking about like, so every, I mean, you deal with yourself every day, but yet people are so, why do you think people are so involved in dealing with other people's shit? Do you want my honest answer? Or do you want me like no, I want your answer? honest answer. <laughs> honest answer is because no one wants to deal with their own shit. Oh my god! But your shit is the stinkiest of the shit. Exactly, but it's like I would argue like that situation that's been happening to me personally that you know of that I'm not going to say on the air just in case anyone hears this. But it's because people don't want to deal with themselves. It is easier and preferable for a lot of people to say, "I don't want to deal with my own problems, so I'm going to help you fix yours or make yours mine." Well, that just makes the shit stinkier. That doesn't that doesn't help any. I just don't get what is wrong with people just dealing with their own shit. I go by the same thing every day. I do my best not to judge, even if I do judge in my head. I do my best not to judge because one thing, your life is not mine and it's not affecting my life. So if you came up to me and said, I want to be Justine, I'm going to be like, okay, Justine. I'm not going to be like, why? How come? Yeah. What's wrong? Yeah. And it's because like... And if you like, as I said, it's because people want to like make other people's business theirs because they don't want to deal with their business is my first argument is like saying like, well, because, you know, it's like procrastination or feigned ignorance. But like, well, if I ignore it, it'll go away. That's what kind of that idea. Like mm -hmm. if I don't deal with my stuff and deal with other people's instead or make their business my issue, then mine is less in comparison mm -hmm. is the kind of idea. Or the other one would be like just people just are afraid of their own business. That's 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 sickening. The only reason why I say it's sickening because it's almost exhausting. Yeah, it's exhausting to be full. It's you know it's exhausting that I have to deal with my own shit every day. I think about that shit all the time. I gotta wake up. I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do because I really just don't want to get out of bed. Yeah, I gotta sit here and go work out. I gotta sit here and go eat right, but then I want to go eat this badly, and then I want to do this. I got a dog to take care of. I gotta deal with my significant other. I gotta deal with a lot of shit. That's already exhausting in my opinion. So to involve somebody's other shit and while ignoring my shit or also involving my shit, that's even 10 times more exhausting. And people need a fucking reward for that shit because that's exhausting. It is. That's just. Why do you. And like, there are some people who go out of their way to do it. Why do you think I found it so funny when I was sitting there dealing with my own business and suddenly rocks up and be like, I got a problem with you. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like real shit. OK. Come on. If, if you're that type of person, it's just like stay out of it. And then I actually think that's how a lot of churches and religions come up as is that the only OK, the only thing I would say religion I've seen so far that I know of that is more of a mind your fucking business is a lot of um, religions in the um, East Asia. East Asia community. Yeah. They have a lot of religions that's based off just living your life yeah. and finding internal happiness with yourself and mm -hmm. mind your fucking business. Yeah. Well, like, um, I'm sure there are plenty more that I don't know of, but the two examples that immediately pop into my head are Buddhism and Shintoism. Yeah. Like, that's the entire thing. It's like, just deal with yourself and get it over. Yeah. And Conf Confucianism, I think that's what Confucianism. it is. Confucianism. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the only thing. Why can't we be more like that? You know, Christians, they're so fucking nosy. Christians are nosy as shit. They be like, they, oh my gosh, if I had a dollar every time somebody came up to me and said, do you know God? <laughs> I'd be chilling, probably eating like a hamburger or something in, in a restaurant. You know, I'm just chilling by myself. It, it's, it's worse when you're by yourself. They oh, come yeah. up to you and be like, do you know God? I'd be like, what? Do you know God? Who are 
you? This is my first response. Who are you? Or you could be a lot more like me. Like, do you know God? Yeah, he lives down the street from me. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, they try to hand you. Oh, my gosh. You used to hate being a server because they, they hand you like a fake $50 bill and you turn it over. And yeah, this is, yeah, it's yeah be like, God, da, 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 John, this, that. I'd be like, these mother... Come on, man. It's just like they so nosy. And I get and you want to get the word out. It's called ministry. Yes. But you know what's really funny about that? When churchgoers do that, and then you reverse it on them, and you go to their church, and when they ask for donations, you put it right back in the basket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and watch them get, like, so upset. And you're just sitting there like, they don't do it to me. <laughs> so I thought that's what you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> that, that stuff is just some evil Knievel type crap. It's it's just you come up to somebody. Do you know Jesus? Do you know God? I'd be like, do you know him? I do, actually. I do know him. That's great. Can you leave me alone? <laughs> Like, God, they the most agitating, I will never mind my business type of people ever. And it's almost insulting how determined they are right. to make themselves known when no one asked. Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> so moving away from the religion, because okay. I, think we're, I think we're done with that right now. <laughs> I don't have anything else to add to you. No, that's it. Yeah, and for some reason, it always ends up there with us. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, one thing I actually want to talk to you about, and I haven't, I didn't tell you about this previously because I wanted to see your live reaction. Mm-hmm. Did you know Google builds a profile on you based on your Googles? Well, yes, and you can search it up. I'm not going to search mine up because I don't need to know stuff about myself that I already know. I don't need a computer to tell me about myself. So I looked at mine just to see what kind of profile it has for me. Are you ready for this? Yeah, go ahead. According to Google, I'm 25 to 35, four years old, which is (laughs) close enough. Close enough. Close enough. I'm male. Once again, close enough. What? Okay. Uh, languages, English. That's right. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then it has a bunch of stuff that I, I Google about. Like I Google enough frequently for it to be like, oh, he's interested in this. Okay. So it's stuff like action platform games, adventure games, action films, adventure films, apparel, audio equipment, baked goods. Beauty and fitness, board games, books and literature. But and then you get, to, <laughs> and then I don't know where half of this comes from. You get down here and it's like business and industrial experience, business and productivity software, business services. Wait, how do you do that? Well, I'll show you in a minute. And then you keep going from there. And, it's, and this is how detailed this can get. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Company size works for a very large employer, over 10,000 employees. It pulled that from my Google searches. That's creepy. And then if we keep coming down, education status, bachelor's degree. (laughs) God, see what I told you. It's like they start telling you about yourself. I didn't know I had a bachelor's degree. Uh, Home ownership status, renter. Yay. Yeah, right. Uh, Hospitality industry. Apparently, I'm in the hospitality industry. I didn't know that. Technically, you technically, are technically, very technically, and then marital status in a relationship. 
Didn't know I was seeing anyone. With your hand. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Parental status, not a parent. And then right below that, parenting. So apparently I've Googled something about parenting that makes it think I'm not a parent, but I'm looking to be a parent. <laughs> I was like, um, not sure about this, but okay. According to it, I also live in Seattle, Tacoma. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. What the hell have you been doing that they think you live in Seattle? <laughs> So how you get to this? Do you want to look Do at it? Do I have it? to log into my thing? Are you not logged into Google? No, I don't even know the password. Then so don't many worry people about it. have hacked me, man. Then just don't worry about okay, it. Okay, I'm about to say, you know, oh my God, so many people have hacked me. I just gave up. And I keep changing it because it'd be like, such and such from Arizona, logged in your shit. Such and such from Nebraska. I'm like, God, what do y'all want on my account? Yeah, right. So. I'm just leaving it alone. It's not that serious. For me, uh, at least. I don't need reason, the reason I brought that up and was talking about all of it is because we, we've talked previously how I am very much a like don't trust technology kind of person. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's fucking insane to me that just from what I Google and my interests that Google has figured out that it can tell me just like my age, my educational status, my marital status, where I work. It's like, oh, okay. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't either. I don't want to. I'm kind of scared if I do ever get into minds to see what the hell they're going to say about me. I'm going to be like, yeah, needs personal help. Needs <laughs> personal help. I don't think it says stuff like that. See this? <laughs> I, I, no, they're going to say it because you know why? I search up random shit. I mean, so do I. But like, like shit I, that don't make any sense. Like when I write stuff, like, they, you know, it's this big meme and I agree with it. That like writers are like the first on the FBI list because all the shit we Google just to know what we're writing about. Like... You can't tell me that like anyone but a writer would Google like, how do I properly drain a body? <laughs> how do I properly? Like the only two people googling that are writers and people who are in a very deep pile of shit. I think I searched up something that was like how to properly kill somebody, but it wasn't because I was trying to kill somebody. I just really wanted to know how was the proper way to kill somebody. <laughs> There's no such thing as a proper way to kill somebody. I, honestly, I thought there was a proper way to kill somebody. I mean, if we want to refer back to the first episode, it's apparently all right, <laughs> Mr. Smith. We got this nice iron on my hip. Exactly. I can pull that plug. It's gonna be real quick. <laughs> I thought, I I don't know. So I, I remember when I did it and I was like, oh my gosh, somebody is going, the FBI is going to come to my door and be like, so what are you planning on doing today? You know, it's do you know what the, uh, the Anarchist Cookbook is? Who? The Anarchist Cookbook? No, I don't know. Oh my God. So the, let me, here's another history lesson for you. The Anarchist Cookbook is a thing that was spread around for a while. You can just like buy it outright now. Like Amazon, you can buy it off Amazon. That's how like, that's how little anyone cares about it anymore. Mm-hmm. But it was first published in 1971. It is a book containing the instructions for the manufacture of explosives, rudimentary telecommunication, freaking devices, and related weapons, as well as the home manufacture of illicit drugs, including LSD. Mm, LSD. So that's what the Anarchist Cookbook is. It's literally like, Here's how to make and do shit that would make you an anarchist. I want to get that. No, you don't. Never mind. I don't <laughs> want to see you in jail because you're like, I want to buy the anarchist cookbook. It's all about LSD. <laughs> I like how, yeah, I like how it's like, it has these things where you can like hijack telecommunication frequencies and you can make bombs and et cetera. You're like, oh, but LSD. 
<laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, LSD. Take <laughs> some money off of that. Okay, oh find God. out more how to control. How do you do that? Okay, so get some of your data in your Google account. So you go to addsettings.google.com. Okay, add settings. Dot Google. Dot com. Oh, here it is. By dot com? Or, never, mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. If you just seriously asked me when I think you seriously asked me, then we have an issue. Oh, okay, here it is. And then you should be able to scroll down and it'll just start telling you things about yourself. Yeah, 18 to 24 years old. Yep. Okay, female. Yep. English. Yep. Auto and vehicles. Beaches and islands. Yeah, stuff like that is stuff you've already Googled. Once you keep going down, it'll have stuff like, um, as I said earlier, it'll have stuff like company size, et cetera. Women's interests, urban transit, visual arts and design. What's happening? Romance films. If you want, I can look at it and tell you what it tells you out of all your interests. Oh, here we go. Parenting. Not a parent. <laughs> Let's see. Um... Luxury goods, hospitality, hospitality in industry. Once, yeah, once again, technically. Yeah. It says house cult. Wow. What's that? Household income, lower middle. I mean, at least your middle. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just about that bougie that I play. That's correct. And actually, it's lower than middle. Oh, lower than middle? No, I think I, am I lower than middle? Does it say I lower am lower than middle? than middle. Yes, you are. But at least I'm Google, very lower than middle. <laughs> but at least Google thinks you are middle. Oh, wow. It's probably all those um, purses and shoes I'll be searching up. Like, this bitch must have money. Yeah, right. Um, renter, yeah. Uh, gourmet foods. Small employee. Employer. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, books and literature. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, sure. They don't have a lot on me. I wonder why. Mm. Probably just because you don't use your account, like you said. I don't. That took me a minute. <laughs> Gambling. <laughs> All right. So, one thing that I just find this like so stupid, but so funny to talk about. You know the movie Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. You know how it's like one of the like greatest classics, according to like everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the website Rotten Tomatoes, the aggregation website where it takes all the reviews and says this is how good the movie is according to reviews? Yeah. It has been on 100% for, I don't know how long, for a very long time. I, I can't find how long, but it's it's been on 100% for like super long. Okay? Mm-hmm. It recently, what, when did it drop? February 25th, no, between February 25th and March 1st of this year, Citizen Kane on Rotten Tomatoes dropped from 100% to 99%. That's, was it okay? They dropped from 100 to 99? Mm-hmm. So they lost the 1%? No, they lost the perfect rating and it dropped to 99%. Oh, are they going crazy right now? No, because it's a, the movie's like 80, 70 years, like 90 years old. Really? It took that long? What movie is this? Citizen Kane. Oh, I've never seen it. So you're just nodding along and saying, yep, to everything I'm saying? Because it's interesting, though, how they go with, like, 90 years old that you you just dropped down to 99%. Yeah. but you wanna, been a really good movie. Do you want to know why it just dropped to 99%? Maybe because it was made in the 40s? 
Rotten Tomatoes dug up and found a poor review of the movie from the 1980s. (laughs) No, not the, I'm sorry, not the 1980s. (laughs) Published 80 years ago in the Chicago Tribune. So they took that and said, bump them down 1%. Yeah. That's fucked up. You imagine being like, (laughs) you imagine sitting there being like, own that movie or something to be like, yes, still 100%. We're winning. Next, you know, like, we're here to inform you that we dropped you down to 99% because of something we found in 1981. The fuck? <laughs> it's 2021. Man. 1941 is when this review was published. Wednesday, May 7th, 1941. Oh, when the bad review? Yeah. It was one bad review. They should just let him go. <laughs> they should, come on. 1941? How long ago was that? 80 years ago. That's so petty. <laughs> <laughs> that is so petty. I would write a complaint. But um, the the review was by um, what's the word? What's what's when a newspaper publishes something under a name that's not real? What's the word for it? The uh, 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 onion. No, that's a, that's, that's, that's a satire website. Satire. No, that's not satire. Is when you're making fun of something, but being like entirely serious about it. Um, I forgot. I don't know. I thought it. Uh, pseudonym. That's the word. <laughs> yeah, the the review was written by May Tenay. May Tenay. Do you not do you do you not get it? May Tenay. Matinee. That's the pseudonym. May Tenay. Okay. <laughs> But the review made today in the Chicago Tribune wrote in May 7th, 1941. Are you ready for this? Hit me with your best shot. It's interesting. It's different. In fact, it's bizarre enough to become a museum piece. But its sacrifice of simplicity to eccentricity robs it of its distinction and general entertainment. God. So did one person write this or a whole company wrote this? Uh, one person wrote it, but they published it under a fake name. So no one could be targeted about it. That one person. I wonder if they're still alive today. I'd be very surprised if they were. I, I bet they feel like this is exactly what I've been waiting for. If they were <laughs> <laughs> watching it, I think this is exactly for 80 years. That's exactly why I wrote this. <laughs> so people just hold grudges. Yeah, they do. That's, a, that's so petty. That's, it was so who, funny what, to who, me. Who, who said, you know, we need to dig something? There's no, who, who did that? Who, who Somebody had to, like, go <laughs> and dig to all the way to 1941. They said, this is still at 100%? No way. Got to find something bad. They yeah. just left it alone. People get so bored. So anything you want to talk about in our last nine, 10 minutes or so? No, we got 10 more minutes. I mean, we can end it early. I mean, I don't know. at this point, we're talking about it. Oh, actually, <laughs> I have something for you because you've talked about this before and I just saw it. Let's say you've been kidnapped. Oh, God. 30 minutes later, your kidnapper just dumps you on the street because you won't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> what were you talking about? I w- what am I talking about? Probably asking him where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably ask, me knowing me, I'll probably ask where we're going. You're like, yo, where are we going? 
or probably commenting about the driving because I do that a lot. Man, if, especially if I'm getting kidnapped. If I'm in the back, oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about it. Like, oh, can you stop shaking? Like, oh, can you please keep better control of the wheel? I hate that. I get nauseous very quick in the back of the car. That's why I hate being in the back. Yeah. yeah I get nauseous. If I was... if. They would drop me off more more than just 30 minutes afterwards. They probably do it after the last 15 minutes. <laughs> this bitch will not shut up. <laughs> so, I, what do you think they would drop me out for saying? Because I can't think of anything I would talk about long enough to piss them off. You, they would say something, you would be like, you know. <laughs> they think, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they you would do that too. It would all start with you know, actually, and just be like, like you know, drop this dude off. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. This habit of correcting everything. <laughs> I'll correct everything. Oh please, they say one thing incorrect. You mean it is? Is that what you're trying to say? So what you're telling me is I have that personality of, like, the big trope everyone always makes fun of, like, the, I'm actually kind of nerd. Yeah, sometimes. What? <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Somebody was really going to try to kidnap you. That would get on their nerves because kidnappers want you to shut up. Yeah. Is that it? So you either have a choice of crying or just shutting up. They want you to shut up. If you don't shut up, they don't find ways to do it. But if you keep going, then, yeah, they're going to drop you off. It's like, what's the whole point of this shit? Go find somebody else. <laughs> bitch, bitch is annoying. Just keeps going on and on. You got one person in the back talking about, where are we going? Where are we going? Gosh, if we just take a left turn. <laughs> like, is that a speed bump? Can y'all go slower over the speed bumps, please? Get this is a kidnapping, but can y'all be a little bit more um, cautious for the person in the back? Like, you know, actually, if you, that, uh, that I don't even know what you would say. You just be like, you know, actually, that button on the side is what puts you in sports mode. So if you're trying to get away from the police, come on. You actually find out enough about cars to say something like that. I don't know, probably a van. Vans are always kidnapping people. That's true. I remember when I was younger, I lived in this like the suburban neighborhood, and mm-hmm. like there was this purple van that would drive around the neighborhood, and it, was, it stole like three kids. And like nobody went outside. I wouldn't either. And like everyone would, they would still make us go out to the bus stop. There was a time period where all the parents were at the bus stop. You know, like that for like a week. And then they're like, ah, fuck it, fend for yourselves. And <laughs> like my parents ain't never go to the bus stop because <laughs> they were just like, yeah, I was just like, why would y'all come? Like, what if I get kidnapped? They're like, no, you're not going to get kidnapped because you know what to do. I'm like, what, what the fuck do I do? Like, you run. <laughs> she's like, you know why people, get, she's like, you know why they get kidnapped? They don't run. They kind of just stand there and they get picked up. She's like, you run. And I was like, okay. So I guess in my parents' head, the only way not to get kidnapped is to run. I mean, no, but yeah. <laughs> That's what they taught me. They're like, if you run... You won't get kidnapped. I mean, it depends. It's, I, I can see the mentality of it. It's like if you're amongst a group of kids, you don't have to be, you know, faster than the kidnapper. You have to be faster than the slowest That's what kid. I'm saying. But, like, think about this. If you run, you're giving them too much 
you're you're not you're giving them too much time. A kidnapping's supposed to be fast and rapid. Right. Quickly put them in. Giving them too much time, someone will notice. Yeah, but yeah. if I run, they actually have to chase after me, and then somebody's going to notice if I run and scream. They're gonna be like, "What the hell is that?" They yeah. should know they see. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah, so that was their logic. Like, just yeah, run. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, literally just go for it. So, and if they grab you, like, fight for hell. Yeah, like, so that was basically the logic of um, my parents. They were like, yeah, we're not going out there waking up early in the morning to walk you out there. Or right. you're just going to have to run and scream. Right. Because, uh, yeah, and if they do actually get you, you know, just fight for hell. Because you know what they say. Secondary location is yeah. where, where it ends. Like, if you go to the secondary location, isn't it, like, 90% chance you're not going to make it? Yeah. Or like one thing my mom used to tell me, act like you're talking to your father over the phone. Yeah. We're like, yeah, dad. So da da da. I was like, what, what think? What my dad gonna do over the phone though? Like it deters them away because they're like, I, someone will actively be hearing you being taken away. I don't think that works. It it depends. <laughs> but like, I don't not I'm not for kids, but I've heard that said a lot to like my older female friends. But mm-hmm. like, they've been told like, hey, just call someone or pretend you're on the phone. Because if anyone's going to try and assault you or anything, they're going to be deterred by hearing, like, knowing, like, hey, they're here and I just heard something happen to them. I guess. I just feel like nowadays it doesn't even matter if, like, the call dropped. I mean, yeah, but that's not, like, you know, the idea is, like, hope that it doesn't and, like, be constantly updating someone on your location. Like, hey, I'm here. If you hear something or a scuffle or something in the background, like, come get me. Come check on me, something like that is the basic idea. If you ever get kidnapped, guys, um, scream and run. Yeah. Like that rocket science. I mean, for adults, if you're a child, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast, for one. And two, for adults, it's abduction, not kidnapping. Yeah, adult napping. Abduction. (laughs) Adult napping. Well, if you ever get abducted, just kick, scream, and run. If that doesn't work... Do everything within your power to make sure you get away from them before you get to the secondary location. I was about to say good luck. <laughs> but yeah, like, but do everything in your power to make sure you do not get to the secondary location. Because I, I would look this statistic up. But it is something crazy. Like once you're, one, If you do arrive at the secondary location, it's like a 90% drop in anything of you getting away. Yeah. Oh, did you hear about that? That those those um, girls who got kidnapped in their neighbor's house and they stayed there for like four, I think four or five years. Uh, I haven't heard a recent one about it, but I hear a lot of stories like yeah, that. Yeah, there was one. It was like these two girls, and they got kidnapped by some old dude, and like they were there for like three, four years. But the craziest that was that was the per that was that was their next door neighbor. Right. So their mom never knew. Right. I saw a tweet the other day that speaking of that, I saw a tweet the other day that was like, "Have you ever wondered how many houses you pass by in your lives that have people hidden away in their basements?" I wonder that every time I pass by a house. Yeah, no, and uh, the the tweet that I saw, like, I had never thought about it. I was like, shit. And the response to the tweet was, well, now I fucking do. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I think about it all the time. I'd be like, one of these neighbors probably got something really crazy going on in their houses. There's no way everybody's just falling asleep day in. I really think somebody, I think somebody in this neighborhood is doing I mean, something crazy. Yeah, like, statistically, there's, like, and, you know, oh, statistically. But, like, statistically, there, like... I think it's like you pass like 10 murderers on the street like every day or something like that or every year. crazy. Or within your life. It's something like that. But there's like this big statistic where it's like you pass a lot more murderers just on the street than you realize. That's why you don't make it a habit of just saying hello and having bringing up a conversation with everybody you meet. 
Yeah, no, you, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. I know a couple people that just do that naturally. Like, yeah, so, hey, how are you doing? Riley? Yeah, wow. That's crazy. Hey, who's your kinfolk? The fuck? What? <laughs> Meanwhile, you're still walking like, bye. Yeah, <laughs> like, who's your kinfolk? Who's your mom? Who's your dad? I think I've heard that name before. Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, God. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Jesus. What? The accent. Um, I'm sorry. Thank you, everybody, for tuning <laughs> in to The Professor and the Drunk. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next week. Yes. I go to the bathroom. Bye. Bye.